everyone. You're listening to The Roz Project. My name is Ivan Temelkov, and I'm your host. On this podcast, we discuss entrepreneurship, personal development, family tech, and marketing. Why in the fuck should you listen to this podcast? This podcast is for those of you who are looking for life-changing advice and ways to thrive digitally with your business. As always, all content is 100% real, raw, and unfiltered. So, Today, I'm really excited to bring someone who I had, someone who I've been following for quite a while on social media, at least a couple of years. And uh, last I had him on the show was probably about a year, year and a half ago. So without further ado, I want to welcome the world's mayor, Mr. Joshua T. Berglund. What's up, man? Man, it's so good to see you again. Uh, first thing out of the gate, I want to tell you something. So... There's two things. I was actually talking about you. I was telling my manager and slash better half about you the other day. And um, I'm going to share two quick stories. Um, there's two things about you that I will always, it will always stand out to me. When we first met, you know, started, I had you on, uh, when I first started doing my broadcast, I had you on with a few other people. Um, you know, we became friends. We talked, you got to know my X a little bit. And when that whole thing fell apart, um, you know, you and I had a bit of a falling out. And what I, even though I didn't like what happened and it was a little bit off and there was some miscommunication and all that stuff, I still respected you for the span that you took. Um, but the thing that's impressed me the most is after having it out, going at each other's throats, having a little bit of a falling out, how gracious you were in forgiveness and kind of not only really i think now i think we have more of a friendship than we did even then before the blowout yeah and i i i have i will always respect that about you man and the second thing too and i watch you when we were talking off air one you said something you, yeah. you you've been watching what i've been doing in a non-creepy way but I, I watch I watch everybody too in a kind of a non creepy way, and I've really I've been really impressed with you, man, because you have been stretching yourself to find your voice. I mean, you've 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 um, I think you've expressed yourself in some ways that I don't think were always true to who you really were. But yeah. that said, we all go through that trying to find what our message is and the direction we want to go, and and at the same time, you're fighting the good fight and doing the right thing. I've been so impressed with watching you evolve and watching you grow and watching you take chances that a lot of people don't have the guts to do. I love what you're doing with your marketing. I love with the, the evolution of this podcast. Um, I love how you are very family centered. Um, I love your edginess and your rawness and I love, but I love more importantly that family is very, very important to you and I want you to know but that has a huge positive influence on me and it inspires me because that is an area for me in my life that I've always been extremely weak. Um, this is something that I'm, you know, as I've gotten stronger and, and on, on a better path and a stronger path and my foundation has gotten stronger and my heart has started to open up, family has become something that's now important to me. But yeah. there's certain people that I look to that inspires me that goes well if that effort can do it so can i <laughs> like yeah. he's he's working <laughs> he's just as driven and motivated to succeed and to make his dreams come true as i am so 
what's my excuse for not being a family man? And mind you, I don't really have a big family or much of a family right now, but you know, this, again, my, the, 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 the relationship situation I'm in now, I've got two little girls that are incredible yeah. and my daughters come back in my life and have a relationship with her, but you've been somebody that has been an inspiration to me and also an encouragement because you keep taking chances, you keep pushing, you keep fighting, you show up every day, you do the work, and that, my friend, is something that about 1% do. And, and I, wanna, I wanna thank you for that and also give you your props because you deserve them. I'm, first of all, thank you for that. That was literally one giant testimonial in itself <laughs> is what it's it sounded true. like. And, a uh, couple of things I want to share about that, you know, a few things you mentioned in that, that I have personally learned, and you've been one of those people that I have learned this from. I don't know if you ever knew this, is that I know that one of your keywords and something that you wholeheartedly believe in is forgiveness. And growing up, and I think also especially over probably the last five years that I can remember, uh, I've sort of you know, reminisced over what has happened in my life and how my life has really evolved from family to business to my personal brand to the edginess, which I get more, the more edgy I get, the more criticized I get. But what's mesmerizing about that is the bigger the opportunities uh, that open up as a result of being more real, more raw, more unfiltered, just me, which I have always been at the core, but have been so worried about the judgment that the world passes and always striving to live up to expectations of society. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, forgiveness was one thing. And the more I thought about it after, you know, we did have a falling out. And then I realized, you know what? Fuck Ivan, you're just as flawed as anybody else. You're just, a, you're a sinner like everybody else. And the reality of things is that you have two choices is bygones be bygones or rectify what has happened. And so that's why I really even reached out to you because I think the consistency factor in you is really what I'm a big consistency guy. I've always have go. been. And anytime I see consistency in someone, it's an indication of trust. And trust, trust is consistency. If people show up regularly, like you do with your show, and you've been consistent with your mission of what you want to do, who gives a fuck about everything else? Consistency is much bigger because like you said, the reason 99% of people in life never succeed, the reason 80% of Americans work a dead-end job and never get to do what they truly want is because they don't do the 1% of what the 1% do. Yeah. And that is be consistent, be relentless, be resilient in everything that you do. And this is why I've really invoked. I mean, I just a couple of days ago, uh, I put out a fuck you post on Instagram, <laughs> so literally about my opinions. And dude, what was fucking mesmerizing about this is that I had at least two people who criticized this, but mm. I also had a shit ton of people that were like, Dude, I'm so, so happy for you that you're coming out of this fucking shell and telling people that, you know what, I'm a no BS guy. And suddenly, get this, I'm seeing guys that I admire and follow, Ed Milet, mm -hmm. Andy Frazella, Gary Vaynerchuk, fucking Lewis Howes, and everybody else doing the same fucking shit. 
And you know what? It's not a coincidence. It's a constant because the realest people in the world are the most raw, the most fearless, the most consistent. And so that post was really like, and I had some high hitters that liked that post, you know, guys that make fucking 20, 30, $40 million per year, like that fucking post. And so it really got me thinking about, and this kind of comes from you actually, that, you know, winning and success is the best revenge you can have. Because what's really fucking ironic, let's take Instagram, for instance, is that I've got haters from four or five years ago that are fucking watching my stories now on a regular basis that I never blocked. Why? It's because I'm onto something. And so that's why, in part, I wanted to bring you back on the show because you have been consistent with your mission, with your vision, in what you're doing. And that goes to great lengths. Great lengths in so many ways in finding peace in your life, finding purpose, making sure that you have a clear why or getting closer to that why. Because I heard you say about family, talk about that, you know what, I was never really, you know, really family centric, but that doesn't mean that I can't be. So you're making strides in your life to make certain things happen, which is what most people don't because they're just coasting through life. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, dude, you've done so much shit in the last year and a half. Give us kind of a Cliss Notes version of like, okay, a year and a half ago, you were doing Gratitude Unfiltered, which has now grown to great proportions. Uh, You're part of a ministry now. You know, you've really gotten in tune spiritually you know, from a faith standpoint, which I'm, I hugely admire. Let's talk about that. Like, what are you doing currently? So I, you know, we came out my, my product, uh, that had been uh, developed, which was always a side project that I'd worked on for three years. We launched that globally a couple months ago. Um, we are getting ready to launch once they open all of the malls in the Middle East and Asia. Um, that's, I'm really excited about that. It's the, I am Conchita lash app and curl, which is an eyelash applicator. Um, but my personal mission has always been what mattered the most because without that, frankly, what, what reason do I have to not go back to abusing cocaine and meth and being an idiot, you know, and what purpose do I have? What reason do I have to live without my purpose? And and I, and I don't want it to sound like all or nothing, but really it is because I don't, that's what got me out of the grave, you know, and, and my faith and, you know, my experience with Jesus that night in jail. Um, and when I thought I was going to be there for five years, which, you know, that story, um, you know, it's like it, 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 that the purpose is like, I made a commitment. The one commitment I've kept in my life like that I that so far I've kept because <laughs> for the last five years has been my life is no longer my own. I'm going to quit living for myself and I'm going to pursue and go and do what I know you created you as in God created me yeah. to do. And, and it's not always easy. You know what, you know, you've got your, you, with your business and your show and your passions, it's a fight. And every time you think that you're right there, Sometimes life happens. Sometimes an epidemic in the world happens. Sometimes life is uncertain. But I really believe in those moments. It's just refining. It's just testing. Like, how much do you really 
believe in what you're doing? Are you willing to, to over, look at the opportunity in these failures or these closed doors or, oh, wait a second, this, this unexpected event happens. How are you going to respond in those moments? Are you going to give up? Heck no. If anything, this, this epidemic that's happened in the world has given me an opportunity to create more, get more focus, create, like really build out more. I've always, I had a good foundation, but now that foundation is going to be built, is being built wider. Um, yeah. I've, I've been putting together a team. I have management now. Um, I'm so fortunate with having the two different versions of my show, the one I do every day at five o'clock mm -hmm. central time, but then also at Saturday night, um, getting to film three camera set, uh, full production team, getting to film in front of a live audience and having it broadcast all over the world. Um, you know, we've, I've, you know, been on the streaming media, but I changed, uh, I moved over to E360 because not because of how well known they are. I went over there because I, the technology that they have to do what I want to do with my show is there, even though it's not released yet, it's there. And I believe in the vision of the, of the, the, the owner of the network. Yeah. And, and I'm excited about that to be a part of that and to get to build something with them to create for, for people like yourself. I know Lauren, Lauren Harris is um, on that network now. And, you know, but what I like about it again is being able to create, having the freedom to, to share my heart. And, you know, the other thing too is, you know, speaking of controversial, we're controversial in different ways. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't really, I don't curse, you know, and, and, and any of that stuff. However, the subject matter in which I talk about is also polarizing like what you do. It's, it's yep. raw. It gets to the root of it. There's no BS. There's no fluff. Like this is how it is. This is what I believe. This is what I feel is right. And you know what? You may not like it. Like tonight, my show is about, um, you know, people love to throw around Bible verses like they're motivational quotes and miss people misinterpret the Bible and misuse scripture all the time. And they weaponize it to hurt people, right. to hold people down. And you know what? F that and F religion and F all of that. My, my beliefs, I'm a, I'm a kingdom minded man. I, I believe like my, my faith and my beliefs and what Jesus came here to do are something that believe it or not is more disruptive in the church than it is in the spiritual world or even the atheist world. It's no coincidence that major the majority of my audience on all platforms are mm -hmm. non-Christian. How is that when I'm talking about Jesus the entire time? So I, I'm really just standing. I, I'm getting stronger in my beliefs. My faith is getting bigger and bolder, and I'm taking more chances than ever, but I'm not taking stupid chances <clears throat> I'm taking those guided chances that the spirit inside me is calling me to do. But in, and like a lot of people that feel called or they feel like they feel kind of inspired to do something, but they go, yeah, but yeah, I don't have any money. Yeah, I don't have this. Yeah, I don't have that. I'm like, you know what? If I feel this inside, that means there's got to be a way. I'm at least going to take a yeah. step into faith and try. Like, why not? And you know what? I've publicly failed so much in my life. I mean, when most, when half of my arrests have been in national news, like I'm beyond embarrassment at this point. What do you want to right. say about me? <laughs> like, what can you say that I haven't said about myself? So 
Yeah. And I like that. And you know, and again, like going, watching what you're doing, even though it's different content, it's, it's like, yeah, he's, you know, like he's just speaking from his heart. Who cares what, it, what, what yep. is coming out of it? It's his heart and he's true to that. And that in itself, when you get to the root of it, all the words, all the things you say don't mean a thing. It's about your actions. So when you get right. to the root of someone's passion, I don't care what it is. Being around that and seeing that is going to motivate me to keep doing the same thing. You know, that was, that was a powerhouse of a statement right there because you said several things that even if you don't believe in faith is equally true. But what you said was actually very surprising that a vast majority of your audience are non-Christian <laughs> because let's think about this for a second. Jesus Christ, right, is the most unexplained scientific thing in the history of mankind. Like, it's explained, but to most, uh, there's a lot of people, like atheists and people that have no religion, that cannot find, they're looking for a scientific explanation, right? Yeah. So, but the reason you have non-Christian, you know, people in your audience primarily is because I, I think they know in some extent that there is a scientific explanation for this mm -hmm. and that's what draws them in. Now, the other thing you were talking about is I think in this day and age in society that we live in, too many people are so worried about other people's perception, how they act, how they dress, how much money they have, what kind of car they drive, how big of a house, you know, how pretty their kids are. I mean, what <laughs> the fuck? You have beautiful like, kids, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Dude, I am, I am, and I said it today, eternally blessed for that. Eternally blessed for that. Not only to have two healthy kids, let alone beautiful kids. The mm -hmm. thing of it is just that the only thing, honestly, that I think everyone needs in their life is to be content with themselves. What does that look like? What does that look like to be content? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel happy? Do you have God in your life? You know, do you, even though you, you might be having money problems, like you were talking about, I think a lot of people look at money as the only resource that they can do something. That you need money to do certain things. And I will tell you this, in the last month being at home, well, it does help. Absolutely does help. I mean, the cliche fucking saying that everybody keeps saying is that it's the grease to the wheels. Right. It's just that it just it moves it, but you got to have wheels in the first place, which you got to have an idea basically yeah. to start out with. And then you need money to fucking get the ship moving. Now, <laughs> you know, people people wonder about like the polarization that I've really like stepped into now fully and with the show specifically. And that is because I feel like that it's important to be yourself, whatever that version of you is, the way you choose to express yourself. And honestly, one thing that I'm also doing with the show is actually removing the people who are fabricated, people who are unwilling to accept me for who I am, because this is who I am. I've got nothing to hide. I already share a shit ton on social media because it's, it's what's at heart. Mm -hmm. You know, I had someone that's a personal branding individual recently say, well, you're sharing too much. My FU post that was on Instagram was like, Dude, if you want to maintain a, a sense of composure, call it, right, that you're going to remove that post. I'm like, why? It's who I am. 
it's it's i was sharing mainly that you know people have opinions of me every day you know well i think you should do this or i think you should do that someone commented and said well what if people have positive opinions of you and i'm like well obviously that's the the exemption that's the exception of the rule it's the negative opinions that i was speaking to you know how many of those i have prior to when you know i haven't talked much about the story but when four five six years ago when me and my wife wanted to start a family and we found out we couldn't have a family naturally and ivf was the only option which caused me to go bankrupt after that a lot of people don't know about this i mean 40 grand yeah so six years ago we couldn't conceive naturally because we found out that my wife had uh an ovarian dysfunction it was unexplained we could not whatever we did we tried for a year and we we couldn't so after seeing a world-renowned doctor here in st louis missouri said well you know you're getting older you know your chances are slimmer you've got you know a health issue going on right now your only chance is to do ivf that's why both of my kids are are two of the biggest blessings probably the two biggest blessings in my life is because even though it cost me 40 grand out of pocket to go through this procedure, $40,000 out of pocket. I filed bankruptcy after that. I've talked about it. And society was like, dude, my friend's blacklist on Facebook has gotten longer because the people I thought that were friends were like, maybe God didn't want you to have a family. Fuck you, block. Why would anyone say that? Like, why would anyone say that? Why would that's just it is the purpose behind this show and being raw and being unfiltered and being real is to tell the world that, you know what, accepting us who I am or you have no place in my life. Yeah. I'm happy to inspire and motivate you. And what's actually ironic about that is the, the more real, the more raw, the more unfiltered, the more purpose driven, the more why focused that I am is when more and more people start gravitating. You want to know why you already know this because you've been on this journey yourself for years mm-hmm. with gratitude unfiltered and knowing that I, you've wanted a show, you've had a mission, you've become uh, a stronger man of God that has always been and now stronger than ever. But, you, but at the core, you've become more attached to your purpose and you've extracted whatever noise and distractions the world has created around that and solely focused on that purpose yes and that is equally true to i I, I mean anyone that i know that has achieved something monumental presidents lay everything on the line successful people like successful i guess people that are rich i guess or if fucking you know uh i don't know a collection of 20 exotic cars in the garage Ooh, i'm rich i got 20 exotic cars right whatever how, what the, how good what, are, what good are those cars doing them right now when they can't go anywhere exactly <laughs> valley's dropping that's exactly what's happening right now <laughs> pretty much you know but my point behind that is that being purpose driven you know mm-hmm. i think is the is the key focus here and this i think is mainly the consistency factor that you've had is what has really been eye-catching to me because anytime I mean, and I know this is true because, example, last year, uh, over a course of two months, 
I was literally on LinkedIn as I, as I've been consistently pushing out social video mm -hmm. and just being direct and transparent talking, talking about my successes and failures in business and entrepreneurship over 25 years, 26. I started doing this when I was 14. I just turned 40 in January and two months go by and I get a DM out of the blue and long story short, Kristen introduces me to a COO, one of five partners, uh, to a healthcare startup that does about 10 million in a year in revenue. Long wow. story short, brings me in to do the whole nine yards, Josh. I shit you not. And you want to know why? You want to know why? Like I, that was a twenty thousand dollar project over a couple of months. Wow! Just doing the whole nine yards digital, like everything, a plan, yeah. starting a podcast, taking over paid advertising, everything. One simple reason, because Ivan is the realest out of anybody in their feed. That's why she reached out to me because there's no fluff. There's no bullshit. I mean, I already have the fucking accolades. You can Google me. There's this thing called Google. You can go and look up anything on fucking anybody, regardless yeah. of what anybody tells you. What if my arrest record still shows up? <laughs> my my phone <laughs> my phone just googled you <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome you that is priceless that is priceless I, I think i just invoked siri to do a search on me <laughs> that's awesome i've never i've never had that happen ever that is so funny oh my I, god <laughs> I'll have to caption this honestly because this like never happens. It's probably one of the most spontaneous things that are to happen on this show where I basically invoked my own Google search on your phone. That's hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. But you know, it's That's fantastic. I mean, that was one prime example. You know, it's one prime example. You know, uh, another prime example is, uh, you know, up until recently, I was part of Ed Milet's and Andy Frazella's group, Arte. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I joined that about six, eight months ago, roughly. But, you know, I made some great connections there. In fact, one of the reasons why I aligned in a collaboration with someone within Arte working with one of the largest autoglass companies in the nation. I'm talking 150 million above in gross revenue per year. Nice dude. Is because I had a five minute conversation about search engine optimization. Uh, this guy didn't even know who the fuck I was, but again, it proves that impressions you make upon people mm -hmm. by being real, by being raw, by being unfiltered. That's the slogan of this podcast in essence is a lot more memorable to people nowadays than ever before. And I think too many people are either afraid of being that or too worried, you know, about, or, or incapable of being that. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people, like you said, 99% of the world is so worried about perception. Mm -hmm. They're so worried about, but now, now honestly with COVID-19, it's what, it's what's happening. There's one thing that I've realized is Ivan short-term pain is essential. And I keep thinking to what Tony Robbins been saying this a lot recently. Adversity forces us into action. That's Tony Robbins quote. Now, pain is temporary, but pain pushes you to take action to change status quo. 
And by doing that, you start thinking more creatively. Yesterday or the day before, I posted another IG post that someone, someone very wealthy commented, by the way. It was like the only comment. I mean, this guy is like wealthy, like he's got the whole fucking nine yards. Business, cars, house, family, just wealthy in every way. And he said, the reason adversity happens and the reason pain happens is because he also forces you to appreciate more of the accomplishments. I love that. And people don't. Like, people get a taste. Dude, the fucking people that win the lottery, right? Ooh, I won $250 million. And in yeah. five years, they're more broke than where they started. It's crazy, right? Like, it's insane. Another Will Smith quote that I admire is, people doesn't change, or money doesn't change people, excuse me. It only amplifies what's already been there. And I was an a-hole with money two different times and lost everything two different times. Yeah. 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 Being you know, a good steward of what God blesses with you, what, being a good steward of what God blesses you with is crucial. You never curse anything that you're blessed with. Like, I don't care what condition your car is in, you were blessed with it. But the other question yeah. to ask yourself is, if you want to curse it, well, have I been a good steward of this car? Have I taken care of it? Have I kept it clean? Have I, you know, people that pray for a new house, well, are you taking care of the house you're in now? You know, anytime you've been blessed with anything, you know, like this effing car or this blah, blah, blah. When we do that, we're cursing what we've been blessed with. Yeah. And it's basically, it's fighting against everything that we possibly could want. And, you know, we have to be very, very careful with how we speak into things or people because words are way more powerful than people ever, ever imagine. And so, you know, the going, talking about the, the FU thing, yeah. Like I get the mentality very, very much. Like I saw the post and I laughed because I knew, I knew, and I read it because I know your, I know, I, I know your heart and I know yeah. your intention. And I think some of the kickback you get because that word can mean it can be, it, it is a polarizing word. And even though it's probably right. one of the most fun words in the world to say, some people look at that as it's very aggressive, it's angry, it's pissed off. When act in all actuality, I look at it because I know, I know you well enough to go, in some way, this is coming from a place of love. As weird, as, as big of a paradox as that sounds, I believe it's, it's coming from a place of love. It's just not everyone is able to receive that message because it steps on some toes. It's tough. And that's a really tough, it's a, when you're going to be unfiltered like you are and like I am, again, in different ways, it doesn't matter. When you're going to do that, I think it, it, it's a, there's a fine line you have to walk because at the same time, you want other people to be true to themselves and you want to spread love and you want to lift people up and you want to motivate people. But sometimes people just need to be kicked in the throat to wake yeah. up. Like sometimes you have to be polarizing means divisive, but yep. sometimes you have to divide to get people to wake up, to see what's real and what's yep. true. And so sometimes you got to be kicked in the teeth a little bit <clears throat> to be able to come to that understanding. But you know what? I think it's the only way because a lot of us needed our butts spanked a long time ago. 
And one of the things that I love about this epidemic that's happening, and yes, I said love this epidemic, and I'm sorry for all of the people that are suffering. I really, really am. However, some of you are choosing to suffer. Some of you are choosing because you know what? Right now, what's happened is God has shaken everything. And I'm not saying that God sent this plague because it was man created, but you know what? God allows things to happen sometimes. And sometimes God wants your attention. Well, collectively, the world has turned its back on God. And so God is waking everybody up. It's stripped away all of the things that we've held high, the value, the 15 cars, the 50 houses that no one can travel to. You yeah. can't go on vacation. You can't, like any, anyone I see on Instagram that's like flashing bling right now, I swear to you, I, I, I have to fight not saying go F yourself because none of that matters. It's not true. It's not real. It's not authentic. Yeah. It's not real. It's not even real. It, it's not even an expression of gratitude or realness. So we've had all this taken away and a lot of us are being, are being forced to look in the mirror of what we value most. So what is it? Well, is it family? Well, yeah. some, of, some people got a rude awakening to having to be around their family for locked in the house for a couple months because they haven't talked. They've, they've put everything above their family for so long, they're having to come to some new realities. But you know what? I really believe that this is to get our attention, to get us back to what's true and what's real. And this is that kick in the butt that a lot of us needed to wake up. And the other thing too is when you take everything away, no matter what I lose, if it's a home, I have no clothes, What or I do have clothes, but I'm saying if I didn't have clothes, if I didn't yeah. have food, if I didn't have shelter, I didn't have anything, what do I have? I still have the purpose God created me for. Yeah. Because that is the only reason why we were even born in the first place, to fulfill a purpose. And you know what? I don't care what's happening in the world. That doesn't change. So the economy crashes. Guess what? You still have a purpose. And that in itself yeah. is enough to bring you joy because your purpose isn't about you. Your gifts, the things that you're born yeah. with, aren't about you. It's about other people. It's about using that gift for other people. And when we do that and we stay true to that and stay in line with that, then all of a sudden we get to see God work in our lives in the miraculous ways. Because you go back to, like we've gotten so far away from God ever since Adam and Eve and whether people believe in that story or not, that's fine. It doesn't matter. We've gotten so far away from God though, that we have forgot just how amazing and extraordinary we are because we've put our faith in everything but the person that created us. And you know what? A lot of people are waking up to that reality and you're going to see when we come out of this. And but, but believe me, I really believe that there's a bigger ec- epidemic coming on the heels of this or maybe yeah. coronavirus part two that's going to be pretty nasty. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. The fact is we still have a purpose and a lot of people are waking up and they've made the decision. You know what? That job, I was miserable anyway. And I've always wanted to start a talk show. I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to do that. Now, guess what? Now you got the time to create. So do it. Amen. 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 What you just said right there was like the fucking punch at the end that most people don't want to hear. You know, one thing that you said that I want to share with you 
I still can't explain to myself. In the beginning, when you were talking about God, and I will tell you this, growing up, I wasn't very religious. I've mentioned that before. You know, my, is that cultural? Is that culture where you're from, or just in your home? I'm just, I'm curious. It was it was in my home. You know, we were we were religious, but primarily it was around holidays. I mean, always <laughs> believed that God existed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. It was primarily holidays. Like, okay, it's fucking Easter. So we're going to go to church. It's you know, <laughs> fucking Christmas. We're going to go to church. You know, it's like, and, and the more I think about it now as a father, you know, that is a flaw because I want to introduce that to my kids. Problem is when you have a four-year-old and a two-year-old is they can't sit still at church. You know, one no. starts screaming. The other one's like, daddy, daddy, daddy. You know, so when my son was young, we were, you know, we were able to go. I was still carrying him, you know. But one thing that I wanted to mention that I don't have an explanation for. So I told you that yesterday I did my first TV interview. I shit you not. A year, maybe two years ago, it was on Christmas. It was, it was December 23rd. I believe there was this yellow notepad um, that I had found at my wife's grandparents house. And I was writing down my goals on there. Oh, wow. And uh, one of them was a TV interview. And then I consolidated the goals after that. A TV interview was initially on there. Uh, amongst many other things. Now I have a whiteboard actually behind me on my desk that I've actually I've been doing some mind mapping around with the nice. help of someone else. <clears throat> TV interview was on there. I think I, the reason I removed it from there is because I was in disbelief of it happening. Mm. I was in disbelief that god and manifestation would actually come together and happen and then our mutual friend ulysses just out of the blue makes an intro and sends an email to park city tv in utah which is where i was on yesterday that's great man so what's my explanation for this it was an original intent. It was something I wanted to accomplish. And now after doing that, I'm like, I'm fucking unstoppable, man. I'm fucking <laughs> Iron Man. The world has no idea what's fucking coming. No idea. And I think this podcast after six years now, Josh, and three or four different names is just beginning. Mm-hmm. Honestly, just beginning. In fact, Speaking of religion, um, what's today? Tomorrow, I'm doing an interview with a Kabbalist who was a spiritual leader to Madonna, Ashton Kutcher, Demi Moore, and a bunch of other people. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. So to what you were saying is God is watching over us. The more I think these things happen in my life, because personally, I think inside, I feel a little bit lost because there's been some dark times in my life. You know, three weeks ago, getting a financial hit, losing a third of my residual income. That wasn't fun. But you know what? God stepped in, believe it or not. Again, stimulus check came in Uh, a couple of days ago, closed more business. You see? Like there, I know God is in my life. He always has been. I think this is his way of saying, Ivan, you want something grand. I see you're willing to work for it. I I see you're willing to put in the time. Mm 
But do you truly believe that when you get this, that you can handle it? Mm. If one day I wake up and say, which by the way, gratitude is a word I've carried ever since I met you. And I talk a lot about this because by the way, the whole hat in the post, the one life that if I wake up every day and I can open my eyes, my heart is beating, there's air in my lungs. I see my kids. I see my wife. I've already won, dude. Amen. I've already won. I don't need any materialistic things. And the more I practice that, the more I realize that I don't need anything else. But you know what? If one day I wake up and say, you know what? All my fucking utilities are paid for. And we can go and buy that dream house. I, my son can have that big room that he's always wanted. My daughter. And I don't have to worry about, fuck, I got to spend $300 on groceries. How the fuck am I going to manage that? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, that's going to be great. But I, that is the appreciation. That is, I think, where getting more in tune with God and realizing that, you know what? This is a test. COVID-19 is a test. Can I make it through it? If I make it through this, literally, and I know I can, it's an even closer belief to the fact that God is, is, has always been sitting next to me. And getting even, uh, you know, from a faith standpoint and a spiritual standpoint, getting a lot closer to God. And that has been just it. I think there's a part of me that's been afraid because I've been too worried about what the world's going to say if, if, if I said, you know what, I believe in God. My two kids are an act of God. The reason that I had to move my family several times over the last couple of years and I'm still fucking here is an act of God. The reason that I filed bankruptcy and I'm still alive is an act of God. I have no other explanation, dude. No fucking explanation, literally. And so... This is in part why I wanted you on the show to come on and jam with me is because also when I look back at all the episodes I've done and I say, okay, who have I had the most in-depth conversations with? It's been you. You want to know why? It's because you, in one way that I look at it, is you're one of those people that has experienced a shit ton of adversity. You know, I've had other people on the show who are very financially successful. They make millions and millions of dollars per year yeah and they have had so it's the adversity that pushes us into action and not allowing our past to dictate our future that's right not letting what has happened the people that hurt us dictate the course of our journey yes fulfillment of our purpose and yesterday I did another podcast with someone who I shit you not. I was having uh, chest pains because I was talking about the time that I was bullied in high school. And honestly, I, I, th- I thought when I was talking, as I was talking about this, which I've only talked about it a few times, it was a very traumatic experience. Lack of self-confidence, lack of self-esteem. I didn't do a lot of things in high school that I wanted to do because I was the ugly kid. I was kicked on the bus, pushed off the bus, set by myself all through high school at lunch. All kinds of things. I didn't play any sports because I was worried about what the other kids would think of me. And as I was sharing this, I shit you not, I was having chest pain right here. And then after I got off the show, I'm like, 
am I okay? Like, well, what's going on? Like, I'm feeling this chest pain, which I never do unless I sleep on my side, <laughs> you know? And yeah, that's, you know, clear, clearly obvious. But I realized that it was such a, the fact that I was able to share this, yeah. such a stressful and traumatic experience, which, you know, now as a father, uh, I probably need to take a stronger stance on bullying because it's, and that's just it, dude. God, COVID-19, everything, the, this pandemic that's happening is making me realize Ivan, you have so much fucking potential, dude. You don't even know it. Mm-hmm. You are so fucking, int- and people have told me this. Earlier this year, I didn't tell you another thing is, is I actually reached out to an agency about talking about my first book. Literally, like that was one of my goals, realistically. It's one of my goals that I wrote almost two years ago on that yellow notepad as well. But the more subconscious I am, the more in tune I am, the more personal development that I practice, more spirituality and faith, and, and always remind myself that, you know what? God is here. There, there's a mission for me here. There's a purpose for me here. And at 40 years old, I feel like it's just starting. But in the reality of things, it's never too late. It's never too late. I see people in their 50s, in their 60s, saying they're just starting their lives. They're just starting a business. They're just finding their real purpose in life. And that's what the show really is, is hyper-focused around is real, raw, unfiltered, whether it's business, whether it's improving yourself, relationships, family, technology, marketing, whatever it may be. But what's cliche about this is, this, and this is why I in part also wanted you to come on, is that people overlook the, the things that has helped them grow. They really do. <laughs> they take them for <laughs> granted. You know, they see a glimpse of an act of God, right? I've been guilty of this, dude. Like, I, I remember going through the IVF experience with my kids. How, how, I mean, it was traumatic, dude. The hatred, the feedback, the backlash from That's people that weird. I thought that were friends that we gotten from, from some family, even honestly. Yeah. Disbelief, disbelief. And then I realized, you know what? All my life, the world has been in disbelief has been against me. How is that any different? So that's True. when you got to build up com- more confidence in yourself and keep pushing and knowing that, you know what, like you keep saying, God has a purpose for you. And you know what? Oh. You may. So I, I feel like some people look for that gratification, Josh, you know, they, they, they want that instant gratification of knowing <laughs> what was I meant to do? Like, can you just, if, if there was a dream, right, or an epiphany that you were to have to just get a glimpse at what your purpose really looks like mm-hmm. in a success environment, well, whatever success is, whether it's family or money or business or being a global traveler or being the fucking world's mayor, because that's <laughs> what you've decided to do, right? I'm, yeah. The, oh, and really quick, <laughs> I want to make, I... It makes me happy. So, I, I mean, that, that was a vision, but it really was the world's mayor thing because a lot of people don't really know what it is. It's, one, it's a belief that everyone gets to win, and it's to inspire other world's mayors. It's a, it's a, even though I have the domain and it's like that's a name, it's official for me. Yeah. The, it's really about, teaching teaching or motivating or inspiring other people to believe and have the same mindset 
of everybody gets to win. Leave the world better than what you brought it in. Every relationship that you encounter, you know, leave it better. And, you know, and that's where, you know, you're going back to forgiveness where forgiveness matters because you're going to have conflict with people. But what good does it do if I have a beef with you and here it is, I have this message of love and forgiveness, but I've got a resentment with you or someone else. It hurts that. Or what good does it, if I have unresolved issues with my family? Now, look, some things you, you are out of your control that, you know, my ex, I, I begged for forgiveness so much that I got a restraining order. <laughs> like, like I mean, trying to do the right thing and make things right, I got a restraining order. Like, what do you, like, it's, so that's out of my control. But the point is, it's, I, it's all about, I, I want genuinely for other people, everyone gets to win. And I really yeah. want the people that have been left behind, that have been kicked, that have been shunned, that have been rejected, that have been ridiculed, that have been mocked, the, the dark stories, the ones that are told that you don't have an education, so you won't make it, the ones that have been told that Jesus doesn't love you, the ones that have been told that you're worthless and a piece of shit, those are the people that I want to understand. You get to win too. In everything that you give God, he will use. I don't care if it's good, it's bad. Like you give it to him, a worry, a concern, a stress, a disease, it doesn't matter, a relationship problem. If you surrender it to God, yeah. he will use it for your good. I promise you. That is why those of you that hold on, that are listening right now, those of you that are holding on to anger or resentment or you mess up, you, you screw up and you hurt somebody, you make a mistake, the sooner that you can say, will you forgive me? You put forgiveness in the atmosphere. You've done your part. Now go act accordingly like somebody that truly wants to be forgiven, but the, the, the forgiveness is out of your control. But that said, you at least can remove that poison from you. Whether it's a sin, like this is the biggest problem I have with a lot the, the church, for instance. Yeah, they they punish. They, there's just still this punishment for sin. Jesus, God, is not obsessed with sin. He's not obsessed with your screw ups and your mess ups. Now, does he want you to repent? Oh, sure, because he has a path he wants you to be on because it's the smoothest path to your destiny. It's the path to bringing heaven to earth. It is again. It all. It this all of this aligns, but forgiveness is such an important part in a mindset of being a blessing to other people. So yes, the world's mayor, absolutely. And you know what? That, that, the other part that makes me so happy about that is that was a childhood vision. That became a vision more and more as an adult. And when yeah. the, the talk show started, dude, now it's actually happening. Now I'm getting ready to do, um, I'm doing TV tonight in Africa, of all places. And or nice. digitally, of course, I'm not flying to Africa yet, yet. <laughs> but and then in net in two weeks, I'm doing yeah. another, the beginning of May. I'm doing a digital conference with world leaders, and it's based in South Africa. And I'm getting that opportunity. I didn't even tell them this, but every one of them that are calling me are addressing me, Mayor. And I'm like, this is so awesome because it yeah. takes balls. And a little bit, maybe even insanity to go, I'm the world's mayor. <laughs> and just leave it there. Like how, it's kind of yeah. like your FU post. Yeah. It's, it's like, 
you, you put it out there and people are going to have opinions about it. And trust me, just like your FU post, people are like, who does he think he is calling himself the world's mayor? Not even knowing the intent behind it or yep. what it's really about. But you know what? Not my problem. <laughs> so you can yeah. only just be you. And if FU is yep. you, then be you. Because if you're true yep. to you, true, here's, the, here's something else too. Truth. If you don't live in truth, you are blocking yourself from the blessings that God wants to bring you. Because yeah. truth is, one, love is truth, and love is the greatest commandment of, of them all, is to love your neighbor, to love yourself, love their God, you know, above all else. But truth is love. Because you can't love somebody and lie to them. Like, I, I, you can't yeah. love them with a truly pure heart and lie to them. So. By living in truth, the way that you act, the way that you talk, if that is truth, then you will be blessed for it. But when yeah. you're not, you won't be. You will find blockages. You will find disappointments. You will discover all of that. And that is something that I had to learn the hard way because you know what? 97% of the truth isn't the truth. Like if you're having an, you have an authentic talk show and you're, you're revealing stuff, but you're still holding secrets, I got news for you. That secret you're keeping is actually your greatest gift to the world. Ooh, I'm not even going to touch that. That was, <laughs> and, and I, I want to, I, I actually want to wrap up that episode with this because um, that was just so powerful. The only thing I can really say is there's so much truth in this episode. Uh, so many things that you said and I'm a firm believer that the reason you're here is because we were meant to reconnect because there's so much cold, hard truth. And as you were talking about some things like these words started in this last segment that you mentioned, <laughs> these words started popping out in my head. Like you said, pure at first. Well, most people interpret pure as someone who does not expose negativity because they don't want to hurt mm -hmm. the people around them. And, but pure is actually laying it out there. Like you said, to have a pure heart. I mean, pure heart, pure heart is, you know, some things if I told my wife, she probably wouldn't like, I mean, they're not like <laughs> that I cheated on her or anything, but there are things that she wouldn't like. Like, why'd you spend money on this? Or why did you do that? You know, mm. and so am I being pure? Maybe not, you know, and this is the psychology, which I'm a big fan of, yeah. of the things you said and how God and faith and, and purpose works in this. I think it's so integral in our lives that I think we get so bogged down in the minutia of society that we allow the, that minutia to overpower our lives. And it's almost as if, like, we don't really have many options because society has sort of predicated the way that we should live. Mm. And we strive to abide by it. There's another thing that, well, another reason I wanted you to come on the episode, because it's not too often that these kinds of in-depth conversations happen. That are, there's so much truth in it. And I, I think... The reason for that is because you've had so much adversity in your past and you have learned so much 
and that has taught you. He has taught you about real life. He has taught you about what's real and fake, what's genuine, and what's fabricated. And a lot of people in society are unwilling to accept those things because they're so worried about the judgment, the perception they're going to create. Yeah. And I'm guilty of a lot of those things still. This is why I said in the beginning of this episode that all of us are sinners, but there's a difference between, you know, realizing your shortcomings. Like one of the reasons I follow Gary Vaynerchuk is because there's a lot of cold, hard truth behind the things he talks about. Preachers and, love that dude, by the way. Preachers dude, love him. <laughs> what's there not to love? Well, like, I mean, you, you people think that preachers, like, You'd be shocked how many <laughs> preachers have potty mouths, by the way. Um, it, but no, that uh, you would think a lot of like they would be drawn to that because they would be offended yeah. by the language. But no, preachers love that guy because he's yeah. he is he's a brilliant guy. He's brilliant. Yeah, and you know this this episode could go endlessly, and and I want to finish it strong, <laughs> yeah. literally, because I and I know that our paths will 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 cross again. I, I know that this is, you know, a rendezvous, so to speak. Um, but with that being said, dude, you know, tell the world where people can find the world's mayor and how they connect with you because you're a powerhouse of truth. Well, I care more about the mission of gratitude unfiltered than I do anything. I, everything I do from you know, a business side of things, I, it's not, I don't promote. Um, I genuinely care about the mission of Gratitude Unfiltered. So, you know, check out uh, facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered or instagram.com slash gratitude unfiltered um, or just Google it. You'll find it. It's on 50 different platforms worldwide. Um, but, you know, I've really, you know, I started the show on Facebook Live with this belief of proving that this concept was going to work and you know, God has proved that to be true because now I'm filming in front of a live audience and it's a blessing. So, you know, please support right. gratitude unfiltered. That's to me is more important than anything I'm doing because gratitude unfiltered is it's the ministry. It's what God, I mean, God gave that to me after a meth relapse and a bad one. And I, it, that's the mission. So that's all I really care to promote. Josh, thank you so much, man, for jumping on. Man, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you.